This is your wake up call. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother. We in the Hey fam, happy hey, Monday. Good morning, Angela Yee. It's Monday. Back to that work week. For everyone except Revolt, because Revolt is off for the next two weeks. Yeah, Revolt is off for the next two good weeks. Lord. What a weekend. <laughs> I had a crazy, crazy, busy, busy, busy weekend. Okay. Shout out to uh, Saturday night. I was out in Houston. Shout out to the H Town. H Town. I don't usually shout out to Meg the Stallion whose shout album came out as well. Yeah, I don't usually do weddings because it's just a lot of hassle and headaches, but I did a wedding Saturday. It was a Nigerian wedding, and they told me, Envy, you come and you play the hip-hop and you'll be good. So I thought they were going to have a Nigerian band or maybe another Nigerian DJ, but no, it was all on me. So I played about an hour and 45 minutes of Nigerian music. I didn't know you knew that much Nigerian music. I don't. That's the thing. I don't. I just had a couple of DJs, shout to Cali Cow, shout to Mono, just send me all the Nigerian and Afro uh, beats music. And I was just going off a of tempo. I, I had no clue what I was playing. I was like, I don't hope I'm How'd not playing go? offensive. I hope I'm not playing curses. I don't know. I mean, they rocked. They had a good time. Okay. They good. had a great time. So congratulations to them. Then congratulations I, to them for having a good time? No, I mean for getting married. Oh. And then uh, <laughs> Sunday, I flew back Sunday. So I flew out the first thing smoking, which was a 5, a 5 a.m. flight. And then I do my real estate stuff where I, I teach people's real estate. And I bring people... There, I bring them lenders, people to fix credit, hard money lenders, agents, and we go through the whole process of learning about real estate. So at first, we had 800 seats, 900 seats, it sold out. So then we went to 1,000, it sold out. So then we went to 16, 1,700, sold out. So we actually had to do two classes because it was so many people. And when I say I was tired, I was tired, tired. But in the middle of it, because we had like a two-hour break, I had to DJ a sickle cell walk. So I went out to Jersey City and DJ to Sickle Cell, supporting oh, the people nice. at Generation S. Congre- shout out to you guys. It was a huge success. They had laser tag. They had uh, uh, airbrushing. They gave away backpacks. It, it was really dope to hear people's story about Sickle Cell. Then I went back and did Seminar 2. And after Seminar 2, I drove out to Boston. I had a show in Boston. Shout out to all my uh, Haitians. It was a, uh, a Haitian party. Guy was Haitian. It was an all-white party. Sac passe to all my Haitians out there. Mm-hmm. And then I just got back. I just took a shower in the parking lot. Yeah, I can smell it. We can't so wait, smell it. how do you take a shower in the parking lot? Well, uh, I have baby wipes in my car. I got five kids. So that's so not I... a shower. Well, for me, it was a shower. That's called a, you had a little bird bath. You wiped off. Well, I. Get your wet wipes. I squeezed the uh, the baby wipes over Ew. my head, so that's a shower, all right? So I had to, You know uh, we have a shower in here, in this building. Yeah, but I don't have flip-flops, and I'm not walking in there without no flip-flops. You know how disgusting those floors are? Hell no. You should get flip-flops. So I went, and I just got a toothbrush, toothpaste, and deodorant, and cleaned myself up. Well, I was supposed to be in <laughs> Chicago this weekend, but my date got pushed back to next month. So I was unexpectedly home this weekend, which was nice. Okay. I got a haircut. I got bangs. Is that a haircut? Yeah. Oh. Cut, you cut the front of your hair. It's bangs. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I got bangs. That's which, something new and stylish. 
Yeah, it was different for me. I haven't had bangs since I had straight hair when I was younger. Okay. And then I took my mom to go see a play, Frankie and Johnny, mm-hmm. with Audra McDonald in it. And she had a great time. We did that. The play hits Broadway after May 30th. So I took my mom out. You know, it was nice. To, I popped up at her job. She didn't even know I was coming. That's nice. And I just walked up on her like, hey. And she was all excited. Hey, fam. Hey, fam. That's nice. Yeah, so I had a good weekend just because of that. And happy birthday to Notori, a.k.a. Tasha from Power. I went to her birthday party yesterday. She had a house party that was extremely fun. All right, and happy birthday to Busta Rhymes. Today's Busta Rhymes' birthday. Busta Bust. And you know, we also what I also did is uh, there was a kid in the audience. He's from Queens. Uh, he just had a baby, uh, maybe eight hours beforehand, and he bought tickets to the seminar. You bought him a house. Kind of, sorta. So what we did was um, he wasn't supposed to be there, but he was like his wife was like, "Yo, just go learn all the information." And I was like, "You know what I'm gonna do, fam?" I said, "I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you a house. I'm gonna fix your credit. I'm gonna get you approved." And I'm going to get you some tenants in there. So shout to him, man, and good luck and congratulations on the baby. Nice. Shaggy will be joining us this morning as Shaggy. well. Shaggy. It wasn't me. Hey, y'all still starting the show Mr. at Mr. Bombastic. Yes. Nice of you to join the show. Y'all still start the show at there. 6? Uh, yes. That's you. the show starts at 6. Look at you. I would think that y'all would have started the show at 6.05 by now. Why, then you'll be here at 6.10. That is true. Okay. That is true. <laughs> might be correct. You know how that works. Well, from- how is it though? What's the day? Monday. Monday. Oh, okay. This guy. Well, front page news is next. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about a billionaire and what he did for Morehouse College. And, right. t- and today is Be a Millionaire Day. That don't have nothing to do be with billions. Be a billionaire. But, you know. All right. Well, let's get into that. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. You stupid. DJ MV <laughs> Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We yes. are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Last night, the Toronto Raptors beat the Bucks 118-112 in double overtime. Yes, game. I was watching that game, too. Bucks lead the series 2-1 tonight. The Warriors take on the Trailblazers for the sweep yeah, at go, nine. Going for the sweep. I disrespectfully, disrespectfully, y'all, to say that Golden State can't win uh, without Kevin Durant. If they don't have a two-time MVP, three-time NBA champion named Steph Curry on their goddamn You keep team. saying that, but who's these people that are saying that? You don't watch sports, do you? I do watch them all the There's time. There's no way you watch first take uh, ESPN. All the time. When they're having debates saying... They Golden State cannot win without Kevin Durant. There's no way they they, they won how many championships? You watch first take, right? Don't they say that all the time? What are you talking about? Oh, well, I don't. I, <laughs> Stop watching Game of Thrones so much, it. man. I, don't, I miss Game of Thrones. So don't remind no. me. Don't talk to me about that. What else we got, Yee? Well, let's talk about Morehouse College seniors and the amazing surprise that they got yesterday when billionaire investor Robert F. Smith made an announcement during his commencement speech about what he's going to do for that class. Men of Morehouse, you are surrounded by a community of people who have helped you arrive at this sacred place and on this sacred day. On behalf of the eight generations of my family who have been in this country, we're going to put a little fuel in your bus. Now, I've got the alumni over there, and this is a challenge to you, alumni. This is my class, 2019, and my family is making a grant to eliminate their student loans. Wow. Yeah, drop on a clue for Robert S. Smith. You know how many people are like, damn it, where was he when I was graduating? That's <laughs> amazing. Let's not just say billionaire. Black billionaire. That's mm-hmm. amazing. All right. All right, so that's 396 students, and they are still calculating what that amount is going to be. Estimated $40 million. But that's amazing. He's worth about $5 billion, according to Forbes. That's great. He's the richest black person in America. He's 56 years old. He was a chemical engineer for Goodyear and Kraft before going to business school, and then he worked for Goldman Sachs. He specialized in technology investments, and then he started Vista Equity back in 2000. They invest solely in software, data, and technology companies, and they have capital capital commitments of $46 billion. He'll be, be on The Breakfast Club real soon, by the way. Okay. I don't know if y'all remember when we had Deion Taylor up here a couple weeks ago, and 
you know, Deion Taylor and Robert Smith were business partners, and Deion was waxing poetic about Mr. Robert Smith. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he watches The Breakfast Club, so drop on the clues bombs for Robert Smith. Good morning to that, brother. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Oprah Winfrey also did some amazing things as well. Now she's surprised. It's crazy Oprah can seem poor next to somebody, right? A New Jersey principal at Westside High School. The principal, Akbar Cook, she surprised him with half a million dollars, and that's for his Lights On program. Now, I love this program. What they do with this program is they keep students off the street. They give them a safe place to hang out on Friday nights until 11 p.m. You can go there, shoot pool, play video games. They even have a studio, a recording studio, where you can make music, lay down some tracks and all of that. That's so dope. That's amazing. She donated half a million dollars to that program. Yeah, I saw Oprah flexing on somebody yesterday, too, because I guess she spoke at some school. She gave a commencement speech, and somebody was like, you should have paid off this student loan. And she was like, uh, excuse me, I've already paid $13 million. The Morehouse sent 400 people, 400 men through Morehouse. Knock it off. All right. Well, yeah, that was at Colorado <laughs> College, those graduates there. She actually donated her book, The Path Made Clear, to everybody in that class as well. So, you know, just doing positive things. It's messed up. That's a, that's a great thing with what Robert did, but now every commencement speaker after they're gonna be like, Oh, you gonna pay off my no, that's one in a billion for real. I don't mind those kind of challenges, but no. yeah, I feel what you're saying. Like, I, yeah, I don't think that you should force anybody no, to do it. You shouldn't ask right. nobody. And by the way, Robert was already uh, he was already giving Morehouse 1.5, but in the process of him giving that speech, he decided to do all of that. He already had gained him 1.5. All right, and just so y'all know, if you're traveling, Sheesh. there's about almost 50 million people under threat of heavy rain, hail, strong winds, and isolated tornadoes this week. There's going to be some storms moving east. According to the National Weather Center, they said there's at least 38 tornadoes that have been reported since Friday morning in Kansas, Nebraska, and Texas, and all kinds of flooding is going to happen throughout the week. So just be careful, everybody. If you are planning to travel, make sure you check out what's going on with your flights. I only gave like a 1000 to Hampton last year. Listen, well, Ac- you Ac- better step it up. You went there. Yeah, no, First geez. of all, act your wage. All right, Robert Smith is worth $5 billion, so he's acting his wage. Oprah's worth a couple billion dollars. She's acting her wage, okay? Everybody act your wage. That's what's wrong with y'all Negroes. Y'all want to act above y'all wage all the time. Nah, I just feel like you should be doing more now for your own. You are doing a lot. I know, but... You're just doing what you are able to do. You're right. That's what was wrong with y'all. Thank you for hugging me, man. Thank you for making me feel good, man. You're doing what you're able to do. (laughs) You're right. And Robert's doing what he's able to do. And Oprah's doing what she's able to do. Everybody do what you're able to do. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a, a horrible weekend, or maybe you had a great weekend. Whatever it may be, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. DeAndre. Yo. Yo, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say I had one hell of a weekend. First time camping with my son. We did a tent. Uh, yeah, I had a blast, but I'm tired as hell. And uh, uh, so I decided to um, really think about teaching my son how to shoot. He said you taught your son how to shoot. What, guns? Yeah. Or... He wants to see when basketball. He wants to... Yeah, guns. Okay. guns. Okay. I want to teach my son how he to said hunt. basketball. <laughs> it's a good, valid and, question. Uh, he's 11 years old, and his mom don't think that's... He's too young. Where you from? Uh, I'm from Indiana. Okay. Well, it depends what you're teaching him to shoot for at 11. If you're teaching him to shoot for hunting, I don't think that's too young. But if you're just teaching him to shoot for protection, that might be a little bit too young. Well, I mean, my thing is this. You know, say he's staying with me. Some, say he's with me, something happened. You know what I mean? And I can't protect him, then, I mean, he got to know how to protect himself. What's the, legal, what's the legal age in Indiana? They can shoot a shotgun or fire at uh, any age with a... With a, with a with a parent, they can't own one. I think the age to shoot is eight, I believe. 
Yeah. Yeah, my oh, son. All right. Well, dang, you you late? No, I mean his wife doesn't <laughs> want him. His wife doesn't want his son to know how to shoot. I taught my son at thirteen and twelve. My daughter was thirteen. My daughter, my son was twelve, and I taught him how to shoot. They both know how to shoot. Yeah. So I mean, is is there anything wrong with that? I don't no, think so. Not at all. Yeah, because my son, he's a big, he's he's a big. He's been watching this dude Bear Grylls on YouTube, and all of a sudden he just want to become. Living a wild type of man, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm from the country, so in the country you learn to hunt pretty young, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't see the yeah, problem. You know, I mean, like I, like you I, said, very much he just has to be responsible. You got to make sure he knows, you know, the real responsibility of a gun, not just how to shoot and, you know, the laws. I had to teach my son the laws to let him know what was going on. But I did teach my son just in case something happened and I wasn't home and he had to hold down the fort. My wife knows how to shoot. My yeah. oldest daughter knows how to shoot. And it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you never know. You could you could be in Walmart, you know, and people don't care where you at these days. They get to they get to shooting and get to acting crazy. So you that know, is a fact, my brother. If something was to happen to me, if something was to happen to me, say we in Walmart, if something was to happen to me. You know, I gotta I gotta make sure my son can survive. Bro, why are you trying to convince us? We with you. You need to go convince your wife. Yeah, that is true. I mean, that's a tough one. And I wouldn't, you know, and I wouldn't be saying out in public. That's a little dangerous. Uh, in the home, yeah, my son, my son knows how to protect. Tony! What's going on, y'all? Good morning, everybody. DJ Envy, Angela E. Charlemagne the God. What's up, Tony? What's happening, King? Hey, I just want to uh, spread some love, man. I love what all you guys are doing. Uh, DJ Envy, I'm watching you on the uh, gram and I'm um, very inspired. I just want to tell you thank you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Same thing to you, Charlotte Mack, and the same thing to you, Yee. Thank you so much. Thank you, you same much. thing to you. Where you from? ATL, 4-4. Okay, ATL, full we just did a couple of weeks ago. Appreciate you, brother. Hey, and um, just to show you love, I will not talk about Game of Thrones, so I'm, I'm not even going to do that. I'll let uh, Charlamagne ruin it for you, but I ain't going to say nothing. I don't watch it. Game of Thrones. Watch it, so that's good. I just, not, everybody just, I just hear everybody saying how disappointed they are. All right. They all right. But all I, will, right. I mean, like I said, it's hard to close, bro. That's why you got to appreciate Avengers Endgame, man. It's hard to close any TV series, hard to close any movie. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up at any time. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Brandon, what's up, Brandon? Man, I want to get it out of my chest. I've been trying to get a hold of you guys forever. Go ahead, bro. Uh, my brother, I was chasing my music dream. I went to Interscope. I met with Sunja. He listened to my music. They told me no, I didn't have a big enough following. Uh, in the meantime, my brother-in-law was murdered. He was shot like a block from his house. So the, the police officers didn't do anything. So what I did, I went to be a police officer. I worked my way up to the thing. I took down the guys that did it to them. And then they they ended up turning in a video of me having some uh, some weed on the table from like 10 years ago and they dropped the whole case. And, and now, now I'm back to square one and I'm back to this music thing. And I just wanted to give a shout out to my brother-in-law. I know he watching over me and I love y'all. I listen to y'all every morning. And that's what I needed to get off my chest. So they let you go as a police officer? Well, I didn't, technically, I didn't lose my, my uh, T-Coast license. In the state of Texas, you get a T-Coast license. And uh, so, but the other agencies won't hire me because I had that on my background. You know what I'm saying? And the dude ended up getting caught with like 30 grams of, of, of cocaine. And they were actually cooking dope inside the house when the state police went in there. 
And then I just threw all of that away. So now I feel like, you know, 10 years of my life doing this for my brother and all, it all went down the drain. So oh, now damn. I'm back to this music thing. And now I've adopted his seven kids on top of my three kids. And uh, I'm the only one working, trying to put my wife through school. She graduates in August. I mean, everything's looking up. So I just wanted to, you know, all right, brother. Well, know what I'm going through. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is her nine. What's from Romulus? What's up, her nine? What's going on with y'all? You know, um, let me just tell y'all what's on my mind. This might take a while. Oh boy. So, um, I'm an ex-veteran. I'm a I'm a, I'm a war veteran. You know, 28 years old, and I've seen a lot of death, and mm. I'm I'm trying to get it off the street. So. Um, what I was trying to bring up to the president was MAGA by Magic. MAGA by Magic. What is that? Make America Great Again by making all guns illegal. Cause for one, Nick Cannon got to finish Nipsey Hustle work. You know what I'm saying? Oh boy. Uh, like you know, like it's just it's just the whole thing. You know, I'm trying to get. I'm, what does I'm making to... guns legal got to do with Nick Cannon finishing Nipsey Hustle work? How did Nipsey Hustle die? He got killed. How? By a gun. But what that got to do with Nick Cannon exactly. finishing Nipsey Hussle's work? It's like, like, like he he's 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 finishing um he's finishing uh the the documentary. The Dr. Sebi documentary. But my okay. brother, I once again, what does making guns brother. legal have to do with that? That's a sister, brother. No, well, huh? no, well, okay, look, y'all didn't hear. Well, this is the plan. It's not really making oh, it's a woman? it illegal. Yeah, I think so. Oh. It's not. It's not. It's not really making it illegal. It's just like trying to clean up, you know, guns off the street. So oh, okay. Well, what are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna pop? You gonna pull up at the White House? No. Well, look. This is the thing. I would if I could. Like oh uh, my plan. My plan to to tell the president, like, okay, you turning your 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 registered weapon, a registered weapon in your name, over to the government, and then you get a three percent discount card, right, from any store. And anyone you add up to that, you know, any weapon you add up to that, you know, is one percent more. I can't. I can't so, this morning, guys. I'm still confused then, as to why Nick, uh, guns have to be legal in order for Nick Cannon well, you, to finish. You, you hold on. You got a lot on your mind. You hold work. on, all right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. But I did, he I, he lost me at some point. I'm tired. I just hear that little bit. I'm tired. Anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we are going to talk about a uh, boxer who was posting some very disturbing messages on Instagram about not wanting to live anymore, and it's not the first time he's done something like this. Also, what rapper is back in jail? We'll tell you why. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. And don't forget, Shaggy will be joining us next hour. Mr. Boombastic. Trust me, I know from experience, hiring is challenging. But fortunately, there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. It's been so challenging because we own a business, Juices for Life in Brooklyn, and the turnover rate, I mean, there's a lot of people there, it's their first job, or they're doing this as they're going to school at the same time, so people's circumstances change all the time. We're always having to hire new people, and anybody that gets hired has to have a food handler's license, so that also narrows down the playing field. Fortunately, with ZipRecruiter, we are able to find qualified candidates. It doesn't take too long, and we don't have to worry about applicants who don't have that license. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through that site within the first day. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The Breakfast Club. It's time. 
spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Saturday Night Live was popping last night, and Leslie Jones was actually doing the weekend update, and one thing that she discussed was the new anti-abortion law in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what she had to say. And what made me so mad was seeing the 25 Alabama senators who voted for their abortion ban. Look at them. All men. This looked like the casting call for a Lipitor commercial. <laughs> this looked like the mug shots of everyone arrested at a massage parlor. <laughs> And if any of them had lips, I would tell them to kiss my entire ass. Not just all men, all white men. Give them prehistoric mm -hmm. pale faces the credit they deserve. All right. Now, in addition to that, she had this to say uh, about uh, the Alabama anti-abortion law and about the war on women. The fact that nine states are doing this means this really is a war on women. And if you're a woman out there and you feel scared or confused, just know that you're not alone. There's so many women out there that got your back, especially me. You can't tell me what to do with my body. You, you can't make me small or put me in a box. I'm six feet tall and 233 pounds. <laughs> Ain't no box big enough to hold me. And I know, because uh, one time I tried to mail myself to a dude. <laughs> okay, well, Saturday Night Live was the season finale last night, and DJ Khaled was on there as well. He was the musical guest, which was hosted by Paul Rudd. And during that set, he brought out Lil Wayne, SZA, Meek Mill, J Balvin, Big Sean, John Legend, Jeremiah, Lil Baby. And it ended with a tribute to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, that whole block was so crazy on Saturday night because I was uh, I went to Radio City to watch Tyler Perry's My Dear Farewell Tour. Mm -hmm. It took forever to get yeah, on that crazy. one block. I had to get out and walk. Mm. <laughs> wow. All right, now, Adrian Broner was on social media, and people are very concerned about him. He posted that demons were taking over him. He said, I don't want to live no more. I want to kill or be killed. So I don't know what's going on with Adrian Broner, if somebody has spoken to him. He said, and nobody hacked my page. This me, bitch, and I'm by myself. It's like the second or third time he's done this, right? Why we don't lock people away when they say stuff like that? Not lock them away, but at least take them and put them in some type of facility until we figure out what the problem is. Then he said, tonight I want somebody to try to kill me so I can kill them See or what I'm die. Saying? Then he said, at this point, dying is a compliment to me. I know I'm going to go die soon. It's Mental Health Awareness Month, right? And that is a prime example of somebody screaming out for help. So why don't they grab him and commit him and give him, get him, get him the help yeah. he clearly needs? It's not the first time. That's what I'm saying. They should have helped him the, the first two times he did that. Are we going to wait till he actually snaps and does either kill himself or kill somebody? And then say, oh, we should have helped him? Like, do it now. Right, so... That's it. I don't know what's going on with him, but if you guys remember, um, in the past, a couple of years ago, he had posted at 3 p.m., I'm doing it, I'm sorry to my family and friends, but I don't want to be here no more. This is too much. And 2018 were the ones where he said, tonight I want to, I want somebody to try to kill me so I can kill them or die. All right. Keep mm -hmm. attracting that kind of energy into your life, but clearly the, the brother needs somebody he to needs talk help. to. He needs help. All right, NBA Youngboy is back in jail again, and that's for a probation violation. We told you about the shooting that happened in Miami. That was the whole Rolling Loud Festival weekend. Now, according to his attorney, they're saying that he was only taken into custody because of his social media posts, and he actually was the victim of an assassination attempt. They tried to shoot at him. He wasn't the person with the weapon. He didn't commit any crimes. According to his lawyer, it's a, a, tra a terrible and tragic incident. 
And, you know, that's the whole reason that he's in custody right now. You know, his girlfriend, Kay Marie, was hit by a bullet and at least one person was killed. Now, according to reports, he's been in jail saying that he wishes the innocent bystander who got killed hadn't died in the shooting. He's been saying, I wish they would have gotten me instead. So, What is he in custody for again? Probation violation. Which makes no sense. You tried to kill me. Yeah, how do you violate probation? I thought he got shot at. Well, according to his lawyers, it's only because of his social media posts that he's been putting up. So, I don't know. What has he been putting up? But even, like... What, yeah, yeah, what they, 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 really, they said there was a post where he was talking about the shooting and he was threatening retaliation. Well, they really picking and choosing who they're incriminating over social media posting. Yeah, so... Because you get us a lot of these guys that be uh, uh, threatening people via social media. I know when I interviewed him, he said part of what he had to do for his probation is he's been told to kind of stay away from social media. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's not supposed to be posting, but he has been since before this, so I don't know what's going on with that. But there was a period of time when he didn't have his social media at all and he was off of it. I'm not mad at that, though. I do like when, uh, you know, people get real-life consequences because of the stuff they post on social media because people be way too reckless and too loose on social media at times. Yeah, I mean... Like, not in this case, though. I don't know if he should be in jail not right in now. Jail they tried for, to kill him and they shot his girlfriend. He didn't do anything. He didn't have a weapon... So yeah, but I you just know. said he said, I mean, so you just said he threatened somebody on social media. I think it's because of, I don't know exactly what he said, but that's mm. what they're saying is the reason for it, that he's been threatening he retaliation. Allegedly, yeah, retaliation. Alleg- but retaliation means call the collapse and get him arrested. That that could be retaliation, correct? Shut up. You know, good and well, that's not what that young boy meant. How you know what he meant? Because he's a young boy, all right? <laughs> okay. Well, that's what his lawyer that's should why. say. Lawyer should say, well, retaliation meant calling the police and getting somebody locked up. All right, now, Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West, what is the name of their fourth child? Well, that baby's name is Psalm West. That's P-S-A-L, like P-S-A-L-M. So that's the baby's name, Psalm West. She said he's here and he's perfect. And, you know, they had that baby with the surrogate. Mm -hmm. She posted on Mother's Day, beautiful Mother's Day, with the arrival of our fourth child. We are blessed beyond measure. We have everything we need. So now we know that baby's name. No drop on a clue bomb for them. Four children is a beautiful thing. Northwest, St. West, Chicago West, and Psalm West. Two girls, two boys. Mm-hmm. Can't beat that. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. We got front page news next year. What are we talking about? Well, you know what? We were talking about Leslie Jones on Saturday Night Live with the Weekend Update. So now let's talk about Donald Trump and what he has to say about these um, anti-abortion laws. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let me hear you say. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela What you say? And then please you. Please me. <laughs> What do you, what, what, what you want? That. What do you want? You kinky this morning, bro. You can't start off that kinky, I ain't man. say nothing. You kinky, man. You hearing things. Nah, I ain't hearing nothing. You kinky. Anyway, let's get in some front page news. Okay. All right, Great. here we go. There you go. Toronto Raptors beat the Bucks 118-112 in double overtime. Yes, indeed. Good and game. And also, uh, tonight, the Warriors take on the Trailblazers. Dropping the clues bomb for them Golden State Warriors, damn it. Up three games to zero against the, uh, who the hell are they playing? I just told All you, the Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Everybody's saying, oh, they can't win without Kevin Durant as if Steph Curry didn't win a championship before Kevin Durant. If he's not a two-time MVP, like, knock it off. Now, what else are we talking about? Yeah? You're not going to talk about Deontay Wilder? And oh, Dominic man. Dropping a bombs for Deontay Wilder. Doing in 137 seconds what it took Anthony Joshua seven rounds to do. Okay? Putting the, the Brazil on his ass. You know how many right? people were so upset that they bought 
uh, that on pay-per-view. Or even on pay-per-view. Oh, I mean, um, that they bought tickets to the fight. I, I mean, Some I people said imagine. they paid for it. Why were they saying they paid? Maybe uh, they meant for the tickets. Because people were lying. Oh. <laughs> that was on Showtime. Oh. It was like, not on pay-per-view. Right. Let me tell you something. I was on my way because I told you I went to go see a play with my mom, Frankie and Johnny, and then I was going in the grill to watch the fight. And it was over right before I got there. Because it was over so quick. That reminds me of the old Tyson fights. People used to get, my parents would never buy a Tyson fight because they'd be like, it's going to be over in one round. I just yeah, want, you'd I be just, so mad. I just want all the Anthony Joshua fans to know Anthony Joshua is a great guy, but he don't want no smoke with Deontay Wilder. Okay? <laughs> and I've already told Anthony Joshua that to his face. He was up here. What else are you talking about? All right, now let's talk about a really tragic situation that happened. There was a shooting at an Alabama high school graduation party. Mm-mm. One person was killed and eight others were wounded at a community center. This happened early Saturday. A fight broke out between two women during a graduation party for Escambia County High School seniors. They were trying to separate the women, and that's when gunshots were fired inside. Several people were hit. Eight wounded people were taken to a local hospital for treatment, and we told you again, one person was killed. The suspects did the scene and they are still at large all right now donald trump what does he have to say about all of these anti-abortion laws that are happening right now well according to donald trump he said as most people know and for those who would like to know i am strongly pro-life with three exceptions rape incest and protecting the life of the mother the same position taken by ronald reagan he tweeted this out late saturday night he said if we are foolish and do not stay united as one all of our hard-fought gains for life can and will rapidly disappear so alabama right now has the strictest abortion laws and they forbid abortion in nearly all cases which includes rape and incest all right now let's switch to something positive morehouse college seniors got an amazing surprise yesterday Mm -hmm. billionaire investor robert f smith did announce during his commencement speech that he is giving all of that graduating class of 2019 a present men of morehouse you are surrounded by a community of people who have helped you arrive at this sacred place and on this sacred day On behalf of the eight generations of my family who have been in this country, we're going to put a little fuel in your bus. Now, I've got the alumni over there, and this is a challenge to you, alumni. This is my class, 2019, and my family is making a grant to eliminate their student loans. That's amazing. Students were overwhelmed with gratitude. Student loans really are something that can be very crippling to you mentally. I, it took me 12 years to pay off my student loans. And I kept having to defer, defer. You can't just ignore them because they don't go away, except in this case, they will. But, yeah, you have to make sure you handle that. Yeah, or, yeah dropping the clues bombs for Robert F. Smith. Uh, very important to note, when you say billionaire, you say black billionaire. Mm-hmm. Okay, worth $5 billion, richest black man in America. And he don't rap or have richest a wicked jump shot. person in America, man or woman. that is true. Mm -hmm. All right, so congratulations to that class and amazing, 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 amazing of Robert Smith to do something like that. He has his own uh, equity company. He he specializes in technology investments, Vista Equity. They invest in software, data, and technology companies, and they have capital commitments of $46 billion, but he is worth about $5 billion, according to Forbes. Yeah, you know, just just pay off everybody's student loans at Morehouse, that class. You know know how amazing that is? A little light. Mm -hmm. Light estimated forty million dollars. Three hundred and ninety-six students yeah, that he's little, paying off. A little light estimated forty million. You know. And if you're traveling, be careful. Like I told y'all earlier, forty-eight million people are under threat of severe weather as hail, rain, and tornadoes are moving east. So just be careful if you are traveling. Make sure you check your flights to make sure that everything's still on point. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, that is front page news. Now, when we come back, Shaggy will be joining us. Yes. 
reggae artist Shaggy. He'll be here. He got a new uh, project. He just did a project with Sting a couple of months ago, and we're gonna kick it with him. So don't move. One hey. of the top reggae artists of all time. Absolutely. Hey, Monday sucks too, Monday sucks. I need Why a stretch, a massage, on my back crack. Why are you looking at me? I was not. He was looking, looking at, at me. You, you want me to be looking back, at you? Crack my back, massage. Yeah. stop looking at me. Oh, you guys, me. I like when people hug you so hard your back cracks. You guys should hug each other. I'm down for a little hug this morning. I'll pass. It's the Breakfast Club what? in the morning. <laughs> what? What you mean? What? <laughs> you offended that I Yes, I am. How dare you? My gosh, it's the Breakfast Maybe Club. I'll kiss you in the mouth right now. All right. What? <laughs> you always take it too far. Back, back, back. You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne <laughs> the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Shaggy. Welcome, and- Shaggy. Never get tired of saying that, right? No, nah, never. The at same all. exact way, though. I'm waiting, not, I'm waiting for Charlamagne <laughs> to say his famous Jamaican phrase. Wild one, brother. Wild one. Wild one. That's all Charlamagne knows is wild one. He says that every morning. That's all you really need to know. That's exactly, and that's why I named the album. I named it like I was looking for a name that is that embodies in the culture, the culture of Jamaica and all that. But I wanted something that everybody globally would know it. And I was like, you know, that is it. Wild one. Can it mean like? Depending on how you say it, can you say it like you about to fight? You could do that too, yeah. <laughs> but that's the way you could say it any any yeah. other way. It could be wagwan as you asking what's going on, right? That's oh, and it could be wagwan as you, I'm telling you what's going on. In the case of the album, I said, I'm gonna tell you, I'll tell you wagwan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is you really telling us what's going on because you do have more personal songs, yeah, on this album than usual. I've had a life changing year, man. Really? Yeah. What, what, what changed? What changed in your life? Um, a lot of people in your circle. Mm. Really? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. I, I I lost about probably about five people in my in my inner circle because of disloyalty. Yeah, I mean the universe has a way of of basically taking care of you if you're if you're a really good person, it will take mm-hmm. care of you because sometimes your emotions you're so emotionally attached to people that you're not you're not you can't really make those clear cut decisions, mm-hmm. and you just gotta leave them and they'll self destruct because at the end of the day, there's always a straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. What was that you know straw? Was it stealing? Was it you said five. Five is a, five lot. Is a lot. A lot of times yeah. it's finances. For a year, five is a lot. Not, yeah, it's it, it's 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 a lot. Um, I can see but, I can see it really weighs on you. Oh yeah, you, it hurt. Yeah, it hurt. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a bittersweet year because I had a great year with Sting. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a, a good year, a lucrative year. Congrats we, on the Grammy. Uh, the Grammy won the Grammy. It was a good year, right? But. Then at the same time, you know, because you brought, I brought a lot of people in on that, and then just the dynamics of how it was, and I was like, whoa, you know, what I mean, when you find, when you get to a point where <clears throat> you got a cat like Sting that's treating me better than than people who have made their whole lives with you, mm. kind of like you gotta step back and just kind of look, and then there's a self-esteem thing that happens too, because when people are are underachievers, I wouldn't say underachiever, but well, that's probably how they do it. When they, when they have when they they have their own insecurities. They'll put their insecurities on you. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you start to feel insecure. Take somebody like Sting now who's, you're talking about a you know, 19-time Grammy, you know, 150 million, you know the resume. Mm-hmm. And then he's looking at you and following your lead and thinking that you're absolutely great and what you're doing is unique and, you know, and and you're uplifting his thing. And then it makes you stop and check and look around, but hold on, dude, what, what have y'all done without me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how, how that impact, you know what I mean? So it... It was a lot of dynamics, man, and, and a lot of emotions. And I'm the, I'm I'm a Libra. I sweep things under the rug. I hate confrontation. So it was it was it was rough. And those people start taking you for granted. Oh, absolutely. Because in order to make themselves feel better, they got to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, it was you it, Yeah, and it just it just you know. 
but it, it's tough because a lot of them became they became family. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're they're uncles and aunts and whatever it is to my to my children. Mm. You know, and then you know, and I'm the type of person now. I have I don't know if it's a flaw or it's a protective mechanism in me. When I'm done, I'm not going back. So there was no resolution. Done. There was no resolution. Really? Did you oh, try, no, or no. do you just say I don't want to try? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I've done. That's how I've been for for years. That's I how I am say. too. Somebody does me dirty, I'm done. I don't care. Yeah, don't. because of the fact that I get my heart. Maybe it's a yellow thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've, when you give so much of yourself and you give your all, it 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 really, when the, it's it's a betrayal that is on irre- irreparable. Mm-hmm. So working on this album was this while this was happening, and then you did this album, or was it, or was this album pretty you, much done before nah, you were going through this? Yeah, I did this album to come out from before the Sting album. Mm-hmm. I was scheduled to come out, and I didn't, I didn't go into the album with Sting to do a Shaggy and Sting album. Mm-hmm. I went to the album to help Sting do a reggae album, and we started doing it as his record, but then I, you looked around, I'm on like eight tracks. Mm. I'm like, dude, you gotta take some of this off. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, but I like all of them. I'm like, but you can't have a album with eight tracks with me on, on it. And he was like, well, let's do it together. So now I had to go back to 300 mm-hmm. and, and Brooklyn Nice and Shadow and them and be like, yo, I'm going to put this record on hold and we're ready. We're getting ready to pull the trigger. And, you know, they allowed me because these are my guys and we went ahead and did the whole Sting thing. But now I had to come deliver their record now, mm-hmm. you know, at the top as soon as I'm done. And we won the Grammy. It was great time and everything was good. Um, but then I listened to the album that I had and it wasn't me anymore. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. But you had outgrown it in that, that short no amount of time? Intended. Well, no, it's been six years. It's <laughs> your last album, right? It was six years since last time. Yeah. But just where the, the records that I made the year before, mm. compared to where I'm at now, I just, there was a lot of things in there. I just, it wasn't me. And I just had a lot to express. So I, And I didn't want to do it with anybody else. I didn't want anybody else writing. Mm-hmm. So I just sat and wrote it all. I did it in like seven days. Oh, mm. so you redid the whole the album. Whole, yeah, well, the majority of it. it was one or two tracks I kind of kept because... A couple of people was already in love with them, so. Is it therapy for you though? Cause, you know, I look at your life and I, and, I, and I know you a long time, Shaggy. You don't need music, you know what I mean? You 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 financially well, you're well financially your life. financially no, but but for, I I disagree with you on that. And it's, what part? It, it's air, it's air. Mm-hmm. What's air? The money? No, music. Oh, got you, got it's you. It's air. He breathes it. He breathes Yeah, right. you, you know, I, I'm shitty at everything else. Really? <laughs> I, really I suck at it. No, that's not else. true, Shaggy. I'm <laughs> sure you got some other talents. Brother, let me tell you something. You don't want to see me kick a ball. You don't want to see me kick a ball, brother. I'm telling you this. It, it, I suck at everything. I was not, and even academically, I, you know, I, I have attention problems. I can, you know, yeah, I start reading, I get bored. It's, it's, is these things the only thing that gets me the arts anything in the arts again mm-hmm. you know right. I, mean, I can't and and music is is it's therapy it's it's life it's you know i i live when i go people ask me why i tour so much and go so hard I, you know i have to it's 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 the only thing i know mm-hmm. i mean i actually i actually like even working out and taking care of myself i do that better on tour Right. When when I'm not on tour, mm-hmm. you know, I, I eat all kind of shit. I mean, and just you know, being on tour is a workout too. In itself, I guess because every night I'm on there for two hours and I'm sweating under these lights and I'm I'm my you know it's better. So you're one of those people. If you stop doing music, you probably would like wither away and I might I'll die. Fat. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> all so, you know. What I mean, that's and, your and, passion. Though. We know people like that. Like if you think about Joe Paterno, the coach of the Penn State, when they fired yeah. him. 
he died like within yeah. a couple of years. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and even, even my boy Sting, I'll tell you what, you take him off tour, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, we got more with Shaggy. When we come back, let's get into a Shaggy mini mix. Let's go. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Shaggy mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Shaggy. Yee. You know, it's interesting that you say all of this as far as the people around you because anybody looking at Shaggy and the success that you've had mm-hmm. as an artist would think that you would be very confident and secure and not feel like anybody would not make you feel like you were this big star. Because we look at Shaggy like everybody across every genre of music knows who you are. So I would think you would know how you need to be treated. Yeah, but it's it to everybody. Like, people who I don't have a close relationship with, or it's easy. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I, I don't give a what you say. You can say mm-hmm. whatever the you want. I don't care. You know what I mean? It don't matter to me. That does not affect me. It's the people that you value their mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got, that's why you got to be careful. And I read something the other day that if you, uh, I can't remember where I seen it, where it says, if you look at your circle and you're not inspired and you're not in a circle, you're in a cage. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you kind of have to look at look at things like that. And I'm like, wow. I mean, you're in a circle. You, you, that's your lean on. And in my record, I have a song called Wrong Room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where, I, where it boils down to, I said, if I'm their go-to, who's my go-to? Right. You know what I'm saying? If, if everybody come to you with their problems and you look and you fixing it and you say, well, what if I'm a problem? Any of these motherfuckers could fix my shit. I say it all the time. Who did the go-to person go to? Yeah. That's why I go to therapy. Therapy's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I did I did therapy. You but know you what I mean? sweep things under the rug. I'm learning not to, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still a work in progress in many ways. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing is that when you are a dude from the ghettos, ghettos of Kingston, there's so many dramas that come through you from, from before that you don't even know. It, it's it's because ghetto life. You, I'm I'm used to. I remember the day I said I remember the day my mom bust my ass in front of all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the ass whooping. Yeah. I remember what I was wearing. What she used. I remember what she used. <laughs> I remember what it is. And and she used to have this thing where she send you to go get. That's the worst thing anybody. And the dad I'm too. Where they said go go pick your belt. Yep, mm, yeah, I used to do I'll pick that. A switch. Oh, yeah. And then you try to How pick tra- like the smallest belt. But How that traumatic is that, bro? I mean, <laughs> some people aren't supposed to be parents. And you said you've had a, a strange relationship with your mom. Yeah, that's hard, too. That's still hard. That's still hard. Because I'm an only child, too. So mm. It's been how long since you guys have spoken? I haven't spoken to her in about probably like three years. And that was a hell of a beating she put on you back in the day. No, but I think I, I'm starting to get to a place where I don't think that it's her fault. I just think that she was in an environment where we were very poor. We, 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 we was from a poor family, ghetto. Why don't you speak to her, though? I try to, because, but it's so toxic because she's verbally abusive. Oh, let's talk. And then she's verbally abusive to my children, oh. my family, and, and and all that. So you know, you don't take it as West Indian people are a different way, because you know, my I should, I should, right? But I am a type of person that I watch what I say to people, and 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 how important it is for how you speak to people. That it does. A joke is a joke. I mean, I'm, I take a joke all day. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, no matter how bad it is. As long as it's a joke. When you start to be really serious, you gotta be careful. Words are powerful, man, and, and, and they're impactful and they could they remove you emotionally, you know what I mean, and upset you to where it could it could cause damage for the rest of your life if that person really cares for you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you gotta be very so I, I, I could excuse it, mm-hmm. but when are we gonna stop excusing it? Because that's how it carries forward. To me, I didn't want that carry forward to where that 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 me up, then I start doing it to my children. You said you said something earlier. You said some people shouldn't be parents. Did you feel like your mom shouldn't have been a parent? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think my I think there was some I think there's something um there's so much abuse. I don't even think she knows she it's it's, it's abuse. It's the abuse to, the, to to where it's probably emotional abuse. You know what I mean? Cuz what what we look at as abuse right now, it, that's norm. Mm-hmm. To a lot of people, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But they don't know the psychological effect it have on it has on on, on kids or on, on people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look at some like now I'm out, I step out and I look at it. It's like take for instance you live in a nice house now. You, you're all good. Mm-hmm. You ever go back to the projects and go into the, and go in the elevator and smell the piss? Hell yeah. yeah! Doesn't that bring something back to you? Yeah. And do you know? And you and you kind of disgusted when you step inside of it. Like man, this is f-ed up. I do that all the time Absolutely. when I go home to Moscone, South Carolina. I'll be in the trailer we grew up in, the single white trailer. I'm like, how did we all live this thing? Exactly. <laughs> it became norm. So I, I'm, I'm saying abuse becomes normal after a while. Right. So in the ghettos, when you get when you know my friends get their ass whooped and yelled at and screamed at and slapped and, and and punished and to me it was like norm right because you adjust you know what i mean but as you go along it has a psychological effect on you but if you're not strong enough you know thank god i was strong enough to kind of overlook and i don't even know if i'm strong because i'm still suffering from a lot of things emotionally at the same time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when you get to that point you're like yo you know, you can, it can. It must not be the norm. So that's why I'm saying get to a point where you have to do stop the cycle. So I don't think it's her fault, you know. And I got to come to terms with that and figure out how am I going to have that conversation, because we're we're on a race against time, right? You know what I'm saying? And the love is there immensely. You know, I, I still take care of her, and, you know, financially, whatever it is. But I don't, I don't. <coughs> it's having that conversation when it just becomes so toxic, and I was like, do I want that in my environment right now? Did y'all have that conversation or never? I, it's hard hard to, to get past it and I and I could say let me get a counselor in to, to sit and have with me mm-hmm. you talk about old school Jamaican mm-hmm. yeah, well, yeah, talk to them white men yeah, about them my boy, white man are coming and come tell me me man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> were you a yeah. good child though were, were you a kid that listened and did the right things or did your mom have to my mother said on you to make sure that you my mother said something to me a while back she she was talking uh, about she was keeping another uh, child at the time which was a uh, cousin of ours, and she's been the whole Jamaican thing. Say, yo, y'all are idiots. Oh, yo, yo. I mean, she's cussing the girl, calling the child all kind of name. And then and she's like, she, she's not like you. You never get no trouble. I'm like, okay, if I was that good of a child, what was all them ass whooping for? Because <laughs> hurt people hurt people. You know what I mean? And then I, and, and then I ask her, I'm saying, so what was it? And then I said, me, I never hit you. Never. <laughs> <laughs> to get amnesia. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? But that's that's also their own defense. You know what I mean? And and it like you said, it does hurt because I still I'm I'm emotionally battered by it, by mm-hmm. these things, you know. And but it, there are also lessons as you go along in life and it certainly makes you a better person and, and makes you be aware of your circle and your surroundings and how you deal with people. You know what I mean? And and there's things, you know, my manager recently sent me we just did a deal, uh, for this new album, um, overseas. And my manager sent me uh, a chain of emails from different presidents of all the companies. And all the email I'm reading, you know, it's from these guys. You know, when you're saying, oh, yeah, Shaggy just signed. We're going to go. We need you to jump on board on this. And they're like, ah, oh, I met Shaggy years ago when he was doing Boombastic. And he was, he was so gracious to me. I was just a promotion guy now. He's the head of the company. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading all of these. And I'm, I'm looking at all of them. Some of them taking the weekend off to try and make the deal happen, to do everything. And I said to myself, yeah, yeah. My mom just said to me, you say, Shaggy, it's it's how you treat people 
and it pays you pays forward. Now, Shaggy, can I ask you about your thoughts on marriage? Mm -hmm. You think that earlier in your career, did you feel like marriage is something that could hurt people's perceptions of you? Because I know a lot of artists feel like, okay, I have to seem like I'm. Well, I've only been married five years. Mm -hmm. You know, but I've been in relationships longer. I'm, you know, people came to me like I had a publicist one time. I was at Hot Shot, top of top of the game, I'm, but I wouldn't get any front covers. You know, I'm, I'm a reggae act. You know, so. We did something epic. I'm the guy that started it. I'm the guy that kicked the door open. I'm the guy that, you know, diamond, hello. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm not getting any front covers, you know what I mean? I see the source. I get a little inside page. Vibe didn't give me the cover, you know what I mean? So I, I went in at the publicist. Don't be humble, Shaggy. You sold 10 million records, dude. 10 million records, right. But yeah, but I went in on the on the publicist. I'm like, yo, so how, how, how come I ain't getting no damn front cover? She says, you're you're boring. Hey. <laughs> you mean I'm boring? She says, listen, you know, we got Bobby. Bobby Brown was on MC at the time. Mm -hmm. We got Bobby Brown. He makes a cover. You know what I'm saying? And he, she started calling a bunch of people who were... That didn't sell as many records as you. Well, well Bobby sold records. Let's give it give it up to Bobby. But but people who, at the time, probably... Had there a lot more, more going on There were more music. controversial. She says, she says, you know, you're sitting out there taking a picture of Jennifer. You should be f***ing Jennifer. Then you get the cover. This is the conversation. Jennifer who? Lopez? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I've taken some yeah. picture with, with J-Lo or whatever. Well, I mean, you know, it's not a bad... Stop. Shout to Shaggy's new album, Wagwan, is out now. When we come back, rumors don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Still a classic record. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Have you learned to properly surfboard yet? Surfboard. <laughs> Why are you Look talking to Evie like that? You are so, oh yes, you were. You know what? Why? Leave him this alone. This is awkward, yeah. This Leave is him really alone. uncomfortable, bro. Stop. All right. Have All you, right, well, have you learned? You. No, it's fine. You. Have you learned the problem surfboard? We've seen you sitting on Wendy Williams' lap. Have you, you learned do, the surfboard? That was before surfboarding, okay? That was flatboarding. You do know <laughs> that was ironing boarding. <laughs> I was ironing. <laughs> <laughs> you do know. You do. I don't even know what I was about to say. <laughs> you do know. You do know. It's Monday. Leave me alone. You do know. It's Monday. Leave me alone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and I just want to say I went to go see a play, Frankie and Johnny, over the weekend. I took my mom. I, have you? You guys ever seen that movie? No. No, I haven't. Oh, well, it's basically based on a relationship between a waitress and a cook at a restaurant. They have, like, one night together, and the whole play takes place during this one night. The funny conversation they have is you get to know somebody and all of the baggage that they have with them. It was really good. You'll like it because it's very conversation-based. I went to a play Saturday, too. Mm -hmm. I went to see my dear's uh, farewell tour. Tyler oh, Perry. yes. That was at Radio City. Yeah. How was that? I, I mean, I thought it was incredible. I mean, I, I enjoyed the stage plays more than the movies just because, you know, everybody on the theater is a hard thing to do. It is difficult. There's no take two. Yeah, but... You got to just go with it. Yeah, but Tyler makes it look too easy. It's like Steph Curry shooting a jump shot. Like, he's talking to people in the crowd and then going right back to the show. Like, it was it was a very fun experience. Dope. Mm. I yeah. enjoyed it. I got go, I wanted. I really got to take my mom to go see that Temptations play. I'm working on that next. Oh, I'm definitely doing that. It's hard to get that those tickets, crowd. though. Oh, yeah, really? I bought them already. I bought them, um... For my parents and my mother for Mother's Day. So you they got what? good seats. And I'm just picking a date. You know what? What? It probably would be easy for me to get if I was trying to buy them. Oh, you trying to get them for free? Yep. Oh, see, my God. That's what I need to do. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, was like, 
I ain't even think of that. <laughs> I was like, I, bo- I bought them. It was you. no problem. I got great seats and everything. <laughs> I ain't even thinking of that. I bet you go online. You're <laughs> absolutely right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Buy those damn yeah, tickets. Yeah, goodness yeah, gracious. Yeah, my spoiled ass go. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was right. like, hard. I was like, I gotta buy a pair of tickets. Good seats and everything. That's a expensive, but, but I just want to put that out there. That's a great present to give somebody, a family member, somebody you love, your significant other, is oh, take wow. them to a play because I don't think oh. people do that enough like they should be. Because Tina Turner has her play coming. And I'm really, really super excited for that one. Yeah, my mom was super excited about those. But all right. Anyway, let's get into... You should go, Envy. Uh, Maybe I will. Maybe yeah, I'll take you I'll, you'll enjoy I'll it. take the wife, yeah. Well, let's get into the rumors. What are we talking about in the rumors next? Uh, let's talk about fake penises. Find out who used a fake penis and what you <laughs> used. Damn, Envy. You gave her permission <laughs> to do this story? <laughs> You got a fake penis? <laughs> Wait, what is going on? Come on, y'all two got to stop. This makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, he's being kinky point. with me. I'm minding my business. I didn't say nothing about you. Yes, you just did. That's just for the record, I'm uncomfortable. Me too. Rumors next. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Man, I can't wait to read Lamar Odom's book, Darkness to Light. Now they have excerpts that have been being passed around on all the blogs. And he talks about having to use a prosthetic penis, a fake penis, in order to pass a drug test. That's because he made the 2004 Olympics uh, men's Olympic basketball team. He said it was one of the biggest honors of his career. But then he found out that he was going to have to pass a drug test before officially joining that team. He knew he wasn't going to pass. He said he had been smoking all summer, smoking weed. So he had to figure out, how can I pass this test? Well, he was like, uh, he started Googling fake penises and studying different ways to beat a drug test. After an exhaustive search, we ordered a giant rubber black uh, rooster to arrive the next day. They said the official tester arrived at his house to administer the (laughs) test. And that's when... You can't say that. I didn't say it. You almost did. He had his drug-free trainer urinate into the reservoir of the fake penis, which was um, then, you know, he put on the rubber penis, strapped it on. And, you know, the NBA security official watches you pee from two feet away. They stand behind you while you pee to make sure that you're really doing this yourself. He said, I unzipped my pants and carefully slid the fake penis through the zipper hole to get the pee to come out of the tip. I had to squeeze the shaft to pee. Why are you talking like that? See what you get turned on? <laughs> so crazy. What's wrong with Why you? Why is she making this sexual? Why are you talking sexual? like that? Oh, my gosh. Mm, keep How going. How is this sexual? I'm just trying to get What's visual wrong with you? here. You're a kinky guy. Now, man. he was paranoid that it wouldn't work, but it did. He said they actually had to stick, uh, stick a thermometer in the cup to actually gauge the temperature, and they did feel like the pee was his. So they told him, welcome to Team USA. That's all too much. I mean, I, I respect the fact that he went above and beyond to get on the Olympic team, mm-hmm. but how about just not do drugs? Well, I guess he didn't know, and it was too late. There was nothing he could do about it when they told him. He, he said it was, was a smoking. surprise. Plus, he was an addict. Ain't no devil's claw, So it's claw, easy to say, claw. just don't use drugs, uh-huh. but... And they said, what, marijuana stays in your system how long? It depends. If you go get you some... Back in the day, it was golden seal. You had devil's claw. You had cat's claw. I'm sure nowadays they got things that can clean it out even faster. But imagine you could use that big prosthetic penis just for other things. Charlamagne like that. Look at his, look at his lips. There's plenty of lesbians that do that all the time. Yeah, but I'm just talking about, like, let's just say for a woman out there, your man doesn't have the biggest penis. All right, yeah. If you're going to do that, you might as well just be a lesbian. <laughs> no. Seriously. You might just, as well not. If you're with a man and you're bringing prosthetic penises, then you might as well that be with be a fun. woman. No. Let's get a woman with a scrap on. All right. Now, let's talk about Khloe Kardashian because she's not dating anymore right now. She said she has no interest, but 
She does want to get married. She was on uh, Laura Wasser's podcast, Divorce Sucks, and this is what she said. Would you ever consider getting married again? Yes. Anyone on the horizon right now? No. I'm so in love with True and being with her and enjoying every minute. I'm working. I'm working on myself, mind, body, soul. But my focus right now is True. I don't feel a sense of urgency to be in a relationship or even to go on a date. Right. I don't want to. Don't you have a date to get married, though? Yeah, so maybe she's not even ready for that. Mm. I thought it was a process. Or you could just have an arranged marriage. There's no dating involved with that. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, for after the hour, we need to have a conversation to all the ride or die chicks out there. You know what I'm saying? All you ride or die chicks. I need a ride or die. Right. I make it very clear. This one is for you because I think that y'all forget that in the ride or die equation, sometimes you have to really die to prove you're loyal. I'm not the one. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. Donkeys of the day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Yes, donkey of the day for Monday, May 20th, goes to a Fayetteville woman named Maxine Feldstein. Uh, Maxine is 30 years old, and she is what you would call. A ride or die chick, all right? Uh, the problem with that term, ride or die chick, is because the riding is pretty easy. Riding with someone is cool, right? Oh, you, yeah, we love riding. Yeah, you're just along for the ride with your <laughs> man, regardless of where you two are going. But the problem with the whole ride or die concept is some people really be expecting you to die. All right, personally, that's too much to ask of someone uh, you're in a relationship with. You shouldn't have to die to show your loyalty or express your love for someone. But it is a lot of women out here who are willing to do just that. Mm -mm. Seriously, uh, all you ladies who call yourselves ride or die chicks, please remember words matter. And ask yourself, are you really willing to die for your little boyfriend? Not over here. All right? You, you do know, know what death is, right? Okay, sometimes you have to ask these questions because people just be throwing that D word around. Like it's nothing, mm. all right? Ride or die, mm -mm -mm. okay? I'll die about mine. Well, what's the definition of death? Let's look it up. The dictionary says death is the action or fact of dying or being killed, the end of the life of a person or organism, end it, of a life. Is that permanent? Yes. <laughs> Period at the end of that <laughs> sentence, okay? Why do I have to do all that? Why can't I just go along for the ride without the dying part? Well, Maxine luckily is still alive, but a part of her has died. Uh, let me give you a little backstory. Maxine has a little boyfriend named Nicholas Lowe. Now, Nicholas is in jail. I'm not sure how much time he's doing, but he was serving time in the Arkansas Department of Correction. Now, when you're locked up, it's a lot of weird requests you may ask of your girlfriend. Uh, most of the time, they involve her sneaking something into the jail for you or, you mm. know, getting you some sexually explicit pictures. I don't know. I haven't been in jail in a long time. I don't know what inmates are requesting from their women, but I do know asking your woman to help you escape from jail is asking a little too much. I don't really care about you if I'm asking you to do something that's going to land you in the same position that I'm currently in. Well, that's what happens when you are a what? Ride or die. All right? The die part leads to situations like this. Uh, Maxine is now in prison, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to KFSM CBS for the report, please. 
to Fayetteville women given 15 years in prison for posing as a California sheriff's deputy in order to spring her boyfriend from jail. 30-year-old Maxine Feldstein pled guilty in court today to forgery, third-degree escape, second-degree criminal impersonation. Feldstein presented false paperwork to the Washington County Detention Center in July, which fooled the jailers into releasing her boyfriend, Nicholas Lowe. Pair was arrested about a month later in Fayetteville last year. A judge sentenced Feldstein to 30 years in prison, but suspended half of that sentence. Lowe pled guilty in February, was given a one-year prison term and a five-year suspended sentence once he is released. Nothing honorable, honorable about this. Mm -mm. I don't respect it. Uh, Maxine is doing 15 years in prison because she posed as a California sheriff deputy in order to break her man out of jail. Now, what I need to know is how much time did Nicholas have prior? Because Nicholas pled guilty to third-degree escape and was given one year in prison, but credit for 167 days served and must abide by a five-year suspended sentence after he's released from the Arkansas Department of Corrections. See, this lets me know maybe this Nicholas dude didn't have a long prison, prison sentence, okay? If you can pull up to a jail and pretend to be a deputy and tell the sheriff's office they're having issues with overcrowding and all low-priority extraditions have been suspended and they let him go, that lets me know <laughs> what I say. I said something Extradition. wrong? Whatever. Y'all know what I meant. Now, they and they let him go. That lets me we know that Nicholas couldn't have been sentenced to much time, okay? And if they are releasing him in another 100 plus days and putting him on a five-year suspended sentence, that means he didn't have a lot of time to begin with. Meanwhile, Maxine is doing 15 years for being ride or die. Maxine, do you think Nicholas is going to die for you? No. Nicholas is going to get out and find someone new to ride with. He's only 23 years old. Meanwhile, you will be in jail trying not to die. Nicholas is 23. And the day you got sentenced to 15 years is the day you two's ride was over and y'all relationship died. All right? Ride or die means you're always there for each other in the good times and the bad. But if a person is dead because of something the other person did, that's not an even exchange. Okay, if one person is in jail because of something else the other person did, that is not an even exchange. Okay, a relationship should be this simple. I'll ride with you through the BS, but just don't BS me. Maxine, I don't know if you know or not, but Nicholas BS'd you, all right? You, Nicholas, going to be out here in these streets in a few months, riding with somebody else, living his best life like it's golden. Meanwhile, Maxine going to spend all her 30s and half her 40s in prison praying not to die. Some donkey of the days just sell themselves. Please give Maxine Feldstein the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the agree that it's amazing that that worked though like that he actually that's what i'm saying that's yeah. amazing yeah can't convince me that was worth it though you'll see it's not worth it but i can't believe that they pulled that off you'll see when nicholas don't visit all right you'll see when nicholas ain't sending letters you'll see when nicholas stops pressing five when you call all right let's open up the phone lines 800-585-1051 ladies what's the craziest thing you've done for your man all right What's the craziest you ride thing die, chicks. you've done for your man? When we come back, I want to hear from you, yeah. I want to know what's the craziest thing you've done for your man and yes. you, Charlotte, too. What's the craziest thing you've done for your man? I want to hear from all the ride or die chicks. All okay. the chicks that died, call up right now. All right. Go. 800-585-1051. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just join us, Charlamagne gave Donkey today to who? Uh, I gave Donkey today to a young lady named Maxine... What is Maxine's last name? Maxine Feldstein. Uh, mm -hmm. She's 30 years old, and she got sentenced to 15 years in prison because she helped her boyfriend 
escape out of jail. Ride or die, chick. She was impersonating a police officer. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want to know the craziest thing you've done for your man. Let's start off with you, Yee. What's the craziest thing you've done with, for your man? Um. Well, you know I ain't no dying chick, so... We know that. The craziest thing I ever did, I dated this guy. I was about 20, 20 years old, and he got arrested. Mm-hmm. And he did have a warrant, which I didn't know. Uh-huh. So he whispered a fake name to me to give to the cops. And so we go to the police station. They asked me his name. They wanted me to verify, I guess, you know, his name. I gave the name. And it was a fake name. Mm-hmm. And then his mother screams out, that is not his name. He's lying. I'm tired of this ish. You could have got arrested for that, yeah? I could have, but I fortunately did not. My and, goodness. Um, thank God. And that's the last time I'll do something like that. My. What's the craziest thing you did for your man, Evie? I was going to ask you, what's the craziest thing you did for your man, bro? Uh, I have done nothing crazy for my man because I don't have a man. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. We and broke I, you up. I'm single. I, I've You're done single? nothing. I, you wow. I am. I don't have a man, though. Oh, okay. Uh, nah, I have done nothing crazy for my wife because my wife doesn't do crazy stuff. And I have never asked my wife to do anything crazy because I love my wife. And yeah, I would never I think put in my wife. relationship, you shouldn't have to do nothing crazy yeah, for that. I person. wouldn't put my my woman in a position to be in a worse position. Like, I don't want to see my woman in jail. I don't want to see my woman dead. Like, it's just certain things I'm not going to ask of somebody I care right. about. Correct. Because I, I was thinking about it. My I haven't asked my wife. I think the craziest thing my wife has done, I know she's popped a pimple on my butt, which is crazy. Ugh. And I think... Married me is pretty crazy. Yeah, man. we agree with if that. If you see how I look when I was 15, you 16 sure years old. Braces, yes, it was a pimple. Braces, glasses, five foot two. Yeah, she married well, She's me. a princess who kissed a frog. Right. That's oh, all. So you think he looks good now? Your little He's beige frog. Prince Envy. He's transitioning. He's transitioning. He's still transitioning between right. amphibian and human. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I, can still, I can still see his gills. Hello, who's this? Is that a fish? All right, frog. <laughs> Kim. Yes. Hey, good morning, Kim. Good morning. What's the craziest thing you did for your man? Took him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all crazy, girl. You regret wow. taking him back? What do you do, mama? Just, oh, uh, everything. Everything not right. Just everything not right. So why'd you take him back? Because he was sweet. Are you still with him? Hell no. Okay, just checking. Layla. Hello. Hey, what's the craziest thing you did for your man? I was a getaway driver. Oh, my God. For what? What happened? What? What'd he do? He beat up some guy, and then he told me, get a car, baby, come around the corner. So I seen a cab driver get out his cab. So I took the cab, and I just started driving and picked him up, and we was out. You stole a cab, and then you was... How much time did you get? This is too much. I didn't get no car. We was out. Okay. Oh, so the police, so the police never caught y'all? No, police never caught us. What's, What's your, your name? name? <laughs> Layla. Don't, What's your last name? Where you calling from? <laughs> Layla. Layla. Where you calling from, Layla? Queens. Queens. Right. How long ago was this? This was like a couple of years ago. What part of Queens? Stop it, guys. NYPD, now, y'all know what to do, baby. Hey, hey I, I, I want to report no, a uh, qu- crime. Queens detectives, y'all know where to pull up at. I want to report a crime. Have y'all done more jobs since then? No, we're not together no more, but, you know, you only live once, YOLO. Well, you got it. Okay, YOLO. You owe a debt to society, Good all right? <laughs> I just did my civic duty. <laughs> it's a civil duty. All right? It's civic duty. Who needs some time shaved off? I just civic. did some ratting <laughs> for you. civic duty. Right? <laughs> it's a civic duty. Yeah. 6 9 I hey, beat yo, you just, to it. 
585105. I got there before you did. You stupid. Ladies, what's the craziest thing you've done for your man? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're asking 800-585-1051. What's the craziest things you've done for your man? And we have Missy on the line. Missy, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that was yeah, awful. Yeah, what's going on, Breakfast Club? <laughs> she just ignored you. I know she did. What's the craziest thing you've done for your man? Oh, man, uh, the craziest thing I've ever done, I had my husband call me one time, like, God bless his soul, before he passed away. Uh, he called me once and was like, hey, I need you to come. The cops have got me pulled over. So I was freaking scared. I didn't know what to do. So I had to, like, pretend to pass out and crash into the back of the police so that they could stop from investigating him and tend to me because he had so much stuff in the car. They had medics and everything coming to me and just like was telling him like, sir, go ahead, drive off. They was trying to figure out what happened to me. That's the scariest thing when I say ride or oh, die. Oh, you a ride or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's my husband. That's what you're supposed to do. So where he at now? He dead. Unfortunately, he passed away. He was killed three years ago by a classmate of his. But, um, I mean, though, I have my stories and I have my memories. We, we and my, his family, we talk about all kind of crazy stuff. But I was like, this morning, that's my phone call right there. I'm a real ride. <laughs> yes, you, well, you, didn't, you didn't do the dying in this situation. No. No, I'm glad that I didn't. I felt like I was, Charlamagne. I felt like I was having a heart attack, but I was so afraid because I was young, too. Well, so let, I was like, man. Well, let me ask you a question, Queen. If you had to talk to these girls, these young girls now, would you encourage them to be a ride-or-die chick? Seriously. I mean, the, defi- the these young girls, the definition of ride-or-die to these people are just sticking around. We old school. Our definition is through good and bad, ups and downs, no matter what. They not going to do that. I mean, I don't mean to be funny. These these new generation, all they care about is lace fronts and McDonald's. We do phone calls. We write letters. I mean, if you're not really going to be there through the bad, then you don't even really need to be there because that's what a ride or die is. If you got $5 and I got 10 yeah, I'm your rider. I'm going to give you my half so you have 10 and I got five because I know you're going to make a way for us. All you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that rider die, they don't understand what it is. They just want to ride around and die later. They don't, right. they, don't, they don't know the definition. So, we old school. So Thank you, her talking to the young girls. No, I don't want nobody. I don't want nobody dying on behalf of me. I would mm-hmm. never want my woman to die on behalf of me. I'm sorry, Michaela. Hey. What's up? What's the craziest thing you did for your boyfriend, Mama? So he had gotten in a severe motorcycle accident, and he was in ICU. So after he got out, you know, we were in the hospital, or whatever. He's like, well, he's like, show, show me your, show me your boobs. And I'm like, all right. So I did that, and then it turned in, can I get a BJ? I'm like, well, you did just kind of survive death. So, <laughs> you know, it was a shared room, and, well, you know, it, you know, that did what I did, and we had fun. It was crazy. There was somebody in the room next to us, but that's the craziest thing I think I ever did. Is there a video of this public? online somewhere? No, there is no video okay. of online. <laughs> so you gave him a BJ in the hospital. That's pretty That's pretty cool, yeah. though. Yeah. That was nice of you. Thank you, Mama. I, I wouldn't consider that ride or die. Nikki. Yes. 
Now, what's the craziest thing you did for your boyfriend or husband? Okay, I did this for my husband, and I know it's bad, but Uh-oh. he had to take his... I took all of his nursing tests for him. <gasps> oh, God. So now he don't even know what he's doing. And he has nurse. no clue what he's doing. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know about this one. He didn't kill six people. No, he. you have to take your boards by yourself. I mean, I helped him with that, too, but I actually... Oh, my gosh. For him, and the funny thing is, you don't. You just need to, you know, know basics in order to. Oh goodness! So there's some inexperienced nurse running around. He don't know how to take no. blood or nothing. Experience. <laughs> he's just not a good test taker, and I. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Does he know I'm how scared. to do blood pressure? Anything? Oh no, he knows all that stuff. It's just so when it's written on a test format, <laughs> he doesn't know how to do it. So. Where you calling from? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mind this either. Like, Are you this, kidding me? This is not ride or die to me. This is not ride or die yes. taking a test? I respect it. Like, this is just riding. No, this, this is dangerous. I, I'm I, all for riding. I don't even know what, where he works. Yeah, so. right. Yeah. I'm just saying ride for me. <laughs> Hello, but I, you don't got to die for me. I'm not going to say my name. Okay, oh, that means so you smart know young lady. Something you, illegal. What you, you, you heard about us snitching this morning, huh? What, what you do, Mama? Getting people jammed up. Um. Well, I helped my... Now, husband, um, break down pounds of weed. Break down what? Pounds, pounds of weed. Of weed. Oh, okay, weed is legal now, so. Yeah, but back much. in the day, I don't know. Um, in my state, it's not. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that happen before. I don't. I don't think it's anything wrong with that. But I wouldn't put my woman in that position. You know what I'm saying? Only because I know that that can land her in the penitentiary. Well, thank you, Mama Latasha. She's working at the Taj Mahal. Hey, that's that's messed up. We just hung up on her. She probably thought that was the the ride or die experience of her life. Latasha, you went to jail with your man for what? Gun charges. How long you had to? How long was you in jail? He made sure I got right out. Oh, why? Because he took the charge. He said his guns was his. You know, he he made sure I had my bond money. Why did y'all go to jail together? Why he just ain't take the whole charge from the beginning? Because when they came, I told them that they were like, who is for? And I was like, I don't know, which I knew the whole time. But I was riding for my man at that time. We were young. Oh, so hold on. He wasn't at home when they when they came or in the car yeah, or whatever. We was there. We was there. I just rolled with him. Mm-hmm. How, how much time did you have to do? No. I didn't have to do no time. I burned, He gave me the money to burn right out. Now, he wasn't supposed so, to let you go to jail to begin with. He was supposed to say right then and there, these are all my guns. She ain't got nothing mm-hmm. to do with it. But we were kids. But right. that's okay. He was scared. Y'all, <laughs> y'all still together now? Yes, we are. We married. Woo! Okay. Go ahead, then. Plus, right, if right. he had some previous charges, he might have been locked up for real. Maybe she had a clean record. Yeah, I did. Girl, what you know about that? I don't okay. know. I be watching movies. Yeah, ain't taking no charge, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not taking a charge. <laughs> well, congratula- well, congratulations, Thank you, Mama. You didn't have to die. I yeah. might. Nah. I might do it if I had a clean record and it's not that big a deal. And I'm he wasn't doing right that. Yeah, you not doing it at but all. But what her clean record got to do with him, though? Because she, he knew she wasn't going to get locked up, but if she he had any type of priors... He was going to get locked up. Oh, so she did take the... Oh, she took the whole charge. She yeah. took the charge. Yeah, but she said he had bonded her out. Okay, I get it. All right, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is ride for me, but you don't got to necessarily die for me, okay? If a man is asking you to die for him based off some BS, he don't really care about you, ladies. Sorry. All right. Well, you we got rumors on the way? Yes, this hurt my heart because she's from Brooklyn, but we'll talk about a rapper who just got booed off the stage. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Foxy Brown. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. 
Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Candy Burris' Welcome to the Dungeon Tour was in New York City this weekend, and mm-hmm. Foxy Brown was a special guest. And I guess she couldn't hear the track playing, and here's how it sounded. Yeah, things didn't go so well. They said uh, the DJ then jumped in and started to play a little Kim song as the crowd went crazy. I don't like That's that. I'm going to tell you why. Because if something is truly wrong with Foxy's hearing, which they have been saying for years, why they don't get that sister a hearing aid? Like, stop dragging Foxy I think they on tried. Stage. I think they definitely tried. But yeah. what they should have did, they should have played the music with her rapping on it and her rap over it. Has she ever acknowledged that she can't hear? Yeah. She has? Yes. Yeah, she said it. Oh, okay. All right, so here's what Candy Burris had to say about the whole situation. And I respect my girl. They even said uh, Jay Z allegedly paid for surgery to try to help her get her hearing back. Yeah, I don't say. I just think they should stop bringing Foxy on stage if they know that she's in that condition. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that to her. Well, yeah. maybe she wanted to get on stage. Maybe she said she's okay, and then maybe I mean, something happened with the audio. She's been taking bookings and everything. Yeah, she's been doing so, shows. Mm. You know, if that's what she wants to try to do. No, let her lip sync then. That's what I said. Yeah. But they got to figure out some type of resolution. All right, now let's talk about the BT Award nominations. They are in, and let's talk about who was nominated. Cardi B has the most. She has seven nominations. Drake has five. Beyonce, Travis Scott, and J. Cole have four each. And Bruno Mars, 21 Savage, Childish Gambino, her, and LMA got multiple nominations as well. The show will be airing on Sunday, June 23rd. Best female R&B pop artist, Beyonce, LMA, her, Salon, SZA, or Tiana Taylor. Best male R&B pop artist, Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars, Childish Gambino, Chris Brown, John Legend, and Khalid. See, I don't understand the pop thing. The pop thing throws me off. Like, what does that mean? I mean, I'm, pop I is mean, just short for popular, but why? Right, they're hip-hop and pop artists. <sighs> I mean, R&B and pop artists. So you hear them as both. And what year? Because R&B is so pop this year. This past year. Fashion. Now, best male hip-hop artist, 21 Savage, Drake, J. Cole, Meek Mill, Nipsey Hussle, or Travis Scott. And best female hip hop artist. This was a good category this year, by the way, for the females. Mm-hmm. Cardi B, mm-hmm. Cash Doll, mm-hmm. Lizzo, Megan The Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and Remy Ma. I mean, you would have to give it to Cardi if yeah. it's based off last year. But it's still some great female hip hop artists oh, in yeah. that category. Drop one of those bombs for Cash Doll. Here's what Cash Doll had to say when she found out she was nominated. I just want to say that I'm so freaking happy I'm nominated oh my god like like I haven't even dropped that album yet and like I'm happy to just even to be acknowledged yeah, drop That's on the clues bonds for Meg the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Yes, her album is out right now, and she's an incredible artist. I love the way she she's writes. A great, yeah. She was talking about how she writes all her own stuff because people were trying to accuse her, but Juicy J wrote a hook for the song, and then people were trying to say she didn't write it. Da 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 da. Yeah, I can't. I, I was I was working out the fever yesterday. It I'm was a reference track. Huh? So I was working out the fever yesterday. Listen, her album is amazing, and she's, an, she's, she's a, a great artist. artist. She's a her mom used to be a rapper. I really enjoy So she's been rapping since she's young. I enjoy Simon Says, and I enjoy uh, that song with the baby, Cash. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So shout out her to Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, yeah, her mom used to be a rapper. Really? Yeah. Have we reached the era of second Holly. generation? Yeah, yeah, second mm-hmm. generation rappers, absolutely. And then Lizzo's amazing, too. I mean, all the people that were nominated for the women, as far as that ca- category, you know, they're all pretty phenomenal, so I think that's dope. Best male category is uh, interesting, too, because I you know, I always say that, you know, last year Nipsey Hussle Victory Lap was the best rap album of last year. Mm-hmm. But then when you look <clears> at <throat> what Meek did as a human, 
You know what I'm saying? You put take all that into consideration. Yeah, all that got to be taken into consideration. The reason why I like the women's category, though, is do you remember years when there would only be like three people nominated? Yes. Because it just wasn't enough, and now it's like we're it'd be, overflowing. It'd be, it was Nicki Minaj, Master P Daughter. Um, <laughs> Symphony. Symphony, yeah. yes. Who else used to be in that category? Remy Ma was in there when she got out. She was when in there. When she got out, Remy was, Remy in, there was the in there all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, now Black China has made up with her mom. You remember when she was on the Breakfast Club and we asked her about it? Mm-hmm. What's your relationship like with your mom now? You know, I feel like family like goes through stuff all the time or whatever, and it's just something that we have to rekindle and get through it. Mm-hmm. So, is your mom going to be on the show at all? Are we going to see you rekindle with your mom? Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm hoping for and wishing for right now. You know, that's why when I talk to Wendy, I'm like, sometimes like a lot of people like keep putting her in the media, and like she's not a celebrity, so she can't take what certain celebrities could take. So they actually had a reunion in Atlanta so at the Sparkle Skating Ring, and there's pictures of them hugging, dope. and they even posted videos, so that's really dope. Now, Kodak Black, <sighs> feds are saying that there's a gun with his fingerprints on it and a Porsche rental that was linked to him, all having to do with the shooting that happened in March. According to prosecutors, they're trying to say that Kodak bought three weapons and more than 100 rounds of ammo back in February. They said that purchase was because he lied on a gun application, so he was able to purchase those items. And they said on March 7th, he rolled up in the Porsche Panamera that he rented and drove to the Golden Acres neighborhood in Pompano Beach, where he grew up and started firing. Now, according to prosecutors, they said they found the Porsche abandoned 14 miles from the scene of the crime and heavily damaged. And they said multiple witnesses saw Kodak at the scene of the shooting. He has not been charged with any crime, and that investigation is continuing. But according to Kodak's attorney, they said that he has yet to see any type of reports that show his fingerprints on the gun and he did add that witnesses came forward to us as well and stated they did not see Kodak Black at the scene that night. Yeah, they didn't see him at the scene but they got the fingerprints on the gun though. Well, the lawyer, lawyer said he hasn't seen anything about yeah. that yet so we shall see. All right. All right, I'm Angela Yee and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Revolt is not in this week or next week so if there is no revolt, that is the reason why. Uh, that's because Diddy got to pay for Soul Food Sundays. Yesterday they had Soul Food Sundays. There was a lot of food there. A lot of Ciroc. My goodness. You know, sometimes you got to you got to cut corners when you can. They got the new Ciroc flavors? You got to cut corners when you can. No. See, the Soul Food Sundays are revolt for two weeks. What do you want? Anyway. Soul Food Sundays. What do you want? Revolt will be I back in two weeks. Sundays too. Let's get into the mix. Happy birthday to the God Buster Rhymes. Today is Buster Rhymes' birthday. Drop on the two's bonds for Buster Bust. So we're going to get on some Buster joints in the mix this morning, all right? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let me shout out again to everybody that came to my uh, real estate seminars over the weekend. It was oversold so many that we actually had to do a, a evening show. So we did a morning show that had over 1,500 people. Then we did an evening show as well. So shout out to everybody that came out. Shout out to uh, everybody that was just trying to learn about gaining wealth through real estate. We had everybody there for you from credit repair to conventional lending, hard money lending, real estate agents, auction.com, which show people how to get great deals. So if you missed it, don't worry. We'll probably be in your area soon. We're going to be in New Orleans, Chicago, Charlotte and LA. So if you want more information, just click the link in my bio to get all the information. Did Big Pun perform though. Big Pun did not. There was no Big Pun. His name is Caesar. Caesar My guy Caesar. Let me ask you a question. Were people yelling Big Pun when they? Nobody yelled. I don't believe you. People were there to learn about real estate. They weren't there for you. For you and Donnell's jokes. You can still get a little joke in and learn about real estate. No, they were learning about real estate. Nothing about jokes. Well, I'm headed out to LA today. I'm getting a great deal award tomorrow, so I'm really excited about that. Why you invite us? We totally okay. unexpected. It's for women. Oh. You guys could come, but you weren't going to fly out to L.A. just to watch me get an award. 
Better flew out to LA to get seen. But shout out to everybody. We're in great company with this. Robin Roberts is getting a Gracie Award. Nice. Hoda Kotb. I'm really excited just to be in a room with some incredible women. So I'm very happy. Well, congrats. Thank you. All right, now when we come back, we got um, your positive note. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, how much are these going for? These what? Um, these I would are the, say... These are the Yeezy 700 Boost? I, think I don't that's... think Yeezys are as valuable as they used to be. I'm not. They're still valuable. They're not, they were, I, I thought they, they made crazy. a lot more of them, so people aren't... Depends not on the these. color. These are new. Yeah, those, those are new. Oh. I would say they, they go for about double the money right now. So if they two, I'll say about maybe close to a thousand. Well, salute the Yeezy for always sending me Yeezys. Mm-hmm. What size are those? This is an 11 and a half. Yeah, you get some good money for That's them. It's like a little orthopedic. You want to sell them? I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of sneakers that people be saying is valuable mm-hmm. that I don't never wear. Mm-hmm. Me too. But, you know, I don't know. I, I got those satin Jordan 1 still. Yep, in, those are worth in money. In box. Well, leave us on a positive note, bro. Listen, man, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, man, so I just want everybody to know that your present circumstances don't determine where you can go. They merely determine where you start, okay? Uh, Always remember that what we achieve inwardly will change our outer reality. Go get your mental wealth right. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?